episode 181. Thank you all for listening to episode 180, Music in the Bank. I am Mark, here with my co-host. Bud Weezer. What the fuck? Who the hell are these people? <laughs> Sazu. Man, I don't, I'm not even, even going to say my name. <laughs> Mystery person. Hey, I'm just going to remain anonymous. <laughs> so the man with no name and anonymous and uh, Bud Weezer. It's like when you have, it's like when you got someone who's trying to protect their identity and they put up, you know, the face right. and they got to make their voice really deep. That's real deep. That's what she said, right? Well. She that's what she wanted, but that's not what she's gonna get. <laughs> that's okay though. She doesn't get it. It's all good, right? As long as we get it, that's what matters. That's right. All right. So thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter. It's songs by Wes. Uh again, check out Mind Quarantine featuring Ted Bone of Pacifier on all of your music streaming devices or Streaming networks, I guess. What would that be? Devices. Network. There we go. There Carriers, we go. Apps. I'll take that. And uh, let's just get right into some of the stuff. So we got NASCAR returning. Barry, you want to tell us about NASCAR? <clears throat> yeah. A little schedule realignment. But um, they will be, I mean, besides Korean baseball, but they will be the uh, first sport here in North America that comes back up. So that's that's promising. Um, so they'll be racing in Darlington on Sunday, the 17th, which was supposed to be the Chicago land race. Um, and then they will be racing in Darlington again on the 20th, which was supposed to be the Richmond race. Then they will be racing in Charlotte on May 27th, which was supposed to be the Sonoma road course race. So they eliminated those three, which are only supposed to get one of each. So there'll be no Sonoma, which who cares? It's kind of boring anyways. Uh, Richmond and Chicagoland this year, which is uh, what they're replacing. But yeah, we'll get NASCAR here a uh, um, couple days. What would they say? Sunday and Wednesday, right? Right, right. When, and then the we'll Wednesday. Charlotte. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was about to say, then we'll get uh, Charlotte on uh, the day before Memorial Day, and then I think the Wednesday after Memorial Day. Right, and the uh, the Wednesday Darlington race is actually a night race, so that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be nice. I'm happy they made it that way. I mean, they could have made it a 5 o'clock race or a 6 o'clock race, really, but I'm cool with night race. Hell yeah, same here. And, uh, you know, we got to make some picks. So there's two races, so you are going to tell me your picks in the order of the races, and that's how I'm putting them in. So, or here's the other option. Do you think we should keep the guy for the same race? For both races. Yeah. They're trying to race guys. all they're trying to race all races this year. Let's do it. All right. So uh what did we for for race number one at Darlington, what did Brandon have? Do you have oh wait, I got it. Kurt Bush for Brandon. And hey, just you, you want to run down the guys I picked. <laughs> yeah, I, I I will do that for it's all of you. It's been a couple months. Yeah. So let me give the the scores real quick, just so everybody's updated. Parrot Zazu, the parrot, the great is at 9.8, uh, Bear, 12.8, Cody Bryant, 14.3, Brandon, 17.5, and, and me, 20.3. So, yay for me. So, Bear, you're technically the first pick. Uh, you had Bowman, Reddick, Jimmy Johnson, and Kevin Harvick. Okay. Um, 
the first race, I am going to go with Eric Jones. Okay. Eric Jones. I like it. And um, second race. Let's go with Brandon have Kurt Busch in the first race or the second race? First race. Hmm. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm go with Kurt in the second race then. I like it. And Brandon's second race pick was actually Denny Hamlin. So Zazu, what do you got? Well, I was going to go Eric Jones in the first race, but I'll go, I'll go Truex in the first race. You, you still can go Eric Jones in the first race. It's okay. I'm going to take him in the second race though. Okay. That's fair. I'm going to go Truex race number one and Eric Jones race number two. Perfect. Cody Bryant, what do you got, my friend? You have taken, just so you know, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, and John Hunter Nemechek. All right, so now I got to go back through the whole, like, roster thing and figure out who's racing. <laughs> yeah, you want you want Kyle Larson, don't you? Isn't that don't what I take heard? Kyle Larson. <laughs> I should have taken him in the first four races, damn it. Yeah, what a waste of a pick. Uh, I was just going to so, sit out there. You could take right, Matt so Kenseth. He's what, back. What, Darlington? Is that that's the one coming up now? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Sweet. All right. So now Twice. Look. All right. I'm gone. Can't I just pick the white dude with the comb over and the beard? <laughs> that's about half the field. Oh, there you go. I can't lose. <laughs> yeah, you still could. Still could. <laughs> Right, that lose to the one with the thinning hair. Oh my gosh! All right, okay. I think I might have found uh, the list. So I think I'm looking at the right field. I guess you'll tell me if I'm not. Um, yeah, whatever you want to pick, man. We're gonna we'll put in there. All right, I'll go uh, Joey Logano. And Ty Dillon. Oh, why not? Both are good picks. I will approve of those. How's that? I'll take it. And I've got uh, Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano. Yeah. Mine's will pick the dude that's won two out of four races, but. Yeah, might as well. I mean, he's he's fucking won everything, it seems like. Yeah, I'm rooting hard against him the rest of the year. I don't blame you. I'm going to put in a NASCAR lineup real quick, too. Why don't you just wait until I put it in DraftKings? Okay. Yeah. Come on, Parrot. You should know this by now. You got to get into the DraftKings. Well, I thought he was in. I think he is in the uh, the league. I'll have to uh, look and see. I don't know. He never entered at one last year or last time we did it. So, yeah, way to go, Parrot Nelson. Zazu, get it right. Zazu, the great hornbill. All right. So, MLB, let's talk a little bit about MLB. They are cutting the 2020 draft down to five rounds. And, but teams can sign an unlimited number of undrafted players for $20,000 a piece. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are um, the best, you know, the these guys are just going to – all the best prospects are going to go to the best teams. They're going to pick where they want to go pretty much. 
I mean, if a top team wants you, they're not going to take a $20,000 offer from the, uh, you know, from some shitty team like Florida, you know, like Miami Marlins when you can get a $20,000 offer from the Yankees. So it seems kind of stupid. They should have right. on who they can sign. That would have made sense, but for you. they haven't made sense in 120 years. It's a valid point. I think they're banking on if they're even going to have a season next, uh, next season. You know, they're, um, I think their CBA is coming up pretty soon. Well, it's not their CBA, but their labor agreement's coming up pretty soon. So, I mean, there's a pretty good chance they might not even have this season. Um, like last I read, the owners want to do a 50-50 split on revenue since uh, if they do go through with this season, they won't have any games. Or, uh, I'm sorry, not games, but uh, they won't have any fans at the games. So with you know, all that money uh, from fans, from ticket sales, concessions, and, you know, uh, uh, team shot purchases, you know, that's about 40% of a team's revenue. So, uh, and the biggest thing with that between the players and owners, uh, if they do 50-50 like that, then the, uh, the players lose out on that revenue. So, and it goes against the original agreement that they had would be a prorated, uh, a prorated salary for whatever games they play. So right now, you know, if they don't even agree on what they have right now, it might be a work stoppage. So with this going on right now, if there's no season, you know, or even a work stoppage, this whole uh, signing guys for 20 grand a piece, you know, might help about, you know, it'll help the owners out. It won't do much for the players, but, you know, it'll probably, you know, they, they hope, I think they're, they might be hoping that they can get guys to, to cross the picket lines just to get, you know, MLB service time. So I don't know. It's just interesting to see what'll happen with that. Yeah. And, uh, other things uh, and and thank you for that information that's information i did not know so it's much appreciated on my end but uh we do want to thank of course one of our sponsors so how about thank you to all wear clothing uh you can go to allworkclothing.com or to his white house store for all of your clothing needs he's helped us with shirts uh hoodies and we looked at some hats potentially we we were going for koozies for episode 200 but we do not know what's going to happen uh at this point we'll see uh we'll probably still have an episode 200 even if it's virtual we'll just drink from home you know fuck it we'll just keep drinking get to 200 beers might be a 20 hour show but who, who the hell knows uh just skip a few 99 200 you know we'll get maybe we can maybe we can get stone cold on zoom and he can just start pounding beers and we'll be all right there you go yeah, there we go. I like that. If he wanted to join the show, I'd be all for it. So I would um, hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. No, sorry, Stone Cold. You can't be on our podcast. <laughs> sorry, Steve. <laughs> You're not allowed. Um, so thank you to Brandon, All Work Clothing. Again, allworkclothing.com. So on to the NBA. I know, uh, Parrot, you just told us there's a, ch- a change in the game ball. Yes, they are switching from Spalding to Wilson Balls as of this year. Um, the Spalding contract expired. Bear, how long did you say they've been with Spalding? 1983. 
So, you know, what, 40 years? 40 wow. years? Yeah, almost 40 <laughs> years. That's wow. fucking crazy. Damn, son. You're going to make me that feel that old, huh? Is that when you were born, 83? Close. 84. <laughs> uh, 85. 85. Shit, you are 85? Shit, yeah, for some man. reason, I thought you were fucking like 45 this year, not 35. It feels like it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> feel you there, man. Feel you there. Uh, so some other things from the NBA. I know Parrot or Zazu, thank you for your research. Uh, what did you say about the decision for resuming? Oh, yeah. So they're going to have the decision on whether they're going to finish the season and or when. If they do it, they're going to have it within the next two weeks. So you guys can expect a decision from them within the next couple of weeks on what their plan is to go forth with, with the rest of the season. I know that a lot of the, I think they like a lot of the players um, had a conference call and, you know, they're all for it. It seems like, and after that, it seems like conversations have really ramped up about, you know, potentially, actually getting it going now so things are starting to look a little better hey man we'll we'll take any basketball at this point we can get it. fans or not so I, I appreciate that uh you did put in here also that kobe sports academy retired the mamba name yep. so sport there are no more mamba sports academy it's just the sports academy um i want to talk about last dance for this week had some uh, great episodes. One thing I took from it that I found great was he still got paid his full NBA salary when he was playing in double A. That was fucking great. Hey, man knows how to uh, work a contract. Right. Can't beat that. What? Uh, another thing I found interesting was his fight with Steve Kerr. Right. Basically tore him up. And then uh, he said, he got my respect after that. He did call him at least. That was nice. Yes. Now, what what did you guys think about the uh, the whole Pippen situation? So, uh, when Pippen decided they were going to give Tony Kukoc the ball, and uh, to make that final shot, he had made several that year. And uh, what do you think, Cody? What was your thoughts on Pippen deciding to sit out and then Kukoc just putting the fucking bucket in so they win that game? Uh, I think uh, Pippen found out that he wasn't Mike. That's what happened. <laughs> I. <laughs> You you sit out, you know, that last play. I mean, if it was me, you you got to trade him, man. You got to trade him after that. And, I mean, Pippen's lucky that Jordan came back and, you know, he didn't get traded. Is that, and, I mean, in any situation, especially against the Knicks, like in that game, I'd have gave the ball to Kukoc too. I mean, Kukoc was, was he playing small forward at the time? Either small forward or, or – uh, He's either, he's either playing the three, or the, the three. or the three. So, I mean, you get Tony Kukoc on – it'll probably be on a guy that he's probably taller than. So, that's a matchup that you take when you know that's a shot that Tony Kukoc can hit. I mean, that was like his sweet spot the whole season. So oh, – He put it right in dude's eye. Yeah. Like, I mean – and he just went straight up. I mean, I think Kukoc had like two or three inches on him anyway. So an, un, an, an easy, uncontested shot, like you're going to take that every single time. And Pippen found out like, hey, you're not Mike, man. That's just, it is what it is. 
Yep, that is it is what it is. Bear, what'd you think, man? I mean, I'd give Ku coach the ball over Jordan. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, I mean, the more more based off of Scotty's reaction, I mean, I just I didn't know that. Um, so that kind of surprised me because he's always kind of been just a, you know, I feel like he's just a hardworking kind of dude, you know, who wouldn't wouldn't quit on his team like that. So when I saw that, I was a, I was a little disappointed. Now, granted, it was, you know, 25 years ago, so really I don't care that much. But surprised to see it from Scotty. But, um, you know, that's like, that definitely fucks some people up, man, your teammates too. You just, I mean, he didn't even go out there. If he would have went out and just moped in the corner, whatever. But, I mean, he just – he straight sat on the bench. He straight Paul crewed it in the longest yard, uh, you know. <laughs> like, that's exactly what happened there. Nine, all because then, of getting the ball that he probably would have missed a shot anyways. And then the people definitely knew that Ku coach was getting the ball. They were up in his face, and he still put it in their eye. That's what mm-hmm. I fucking loved. He was clutch, man. So very underrated. Yes, I mean he's, th- he's a star on any other team in the nineties. Maybe, oh, yeah. besides, maybe besides the Suns and the and the Rockets. Maybe other than that. I mean, he's probably the number one on any of those teams. And the Magic, don't forget them too. Yeah, I mean, he. I think he's better. I mean, Young Shaq, he's better than Horace Grant. He was better than Young Shaq. Not yeah. what Shaq turned into, but at the time, <laughs> he was better than Shaq. Yeah, Ku Coach was a beast, maybe, man. Maybe the Knicks without Ewing, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Yep, yep. What do you think, uh, Zazu? I mean, my what I took from that is, I mean – if you're going to be that, if you're going to be like that, I mean, you don't need to be, I don't know. I thought it was kind of selfish for him to do that. I mean, you're just kind of going off. I mean, you're kind of just fucking your teammates over essentially. I mean, just because you're not going to get the last shot. I mean, I don't know. Be a team player. You're all in it together to win that championship. And, you know, it's not just a one person game. Well, it does remind me of that commercial. There's no I in team. Sure as hell isn't a we either. <laughs> that fucking guy, that was great. Um, yeah, but you got to think, too, in Pippen's uh, only defense, though, you know, they basically, that team, they would say, basically, like, what can Pippen do without Jordan? Like, like, a lot of people would always say, you know, Pippen wasn't that good. He was only as good because Jordan was there. So, I mean, he shouldn't have sat out. He shouldn't have pulled himself and, and you know, pouted on the sideline. But at least he wanted to take that shot as about, you know, because, I mean, if let's say Tony Kukoc misses that shot, then it's okay. Well, why didn't Pippen take the shot? Why is Pippen off the court? So, you know, it's it's kind of a a double-edged sword. And at least Pippen kind of recognized it, you know, even though, you know, uh, Kukoc was the better option, at least Pippen seen that, hey, you know, if I'm not taking this shot, man, they're going to talk about me either way. Yep, yep. And uh, anything else from from that episode that you guys wanted to mention from those two episodes? Uh, well, this is what, the when he went to play baseball, right? Right. And, you know, only thing I'm starting to get from this thing, man, I just wish that Jordan had nothing to do with it even though like we probably wouldn't have got all of this stuff if Jordan had, didn't have anything to do with it, but you know, it's a lot of stuff that kind of gets glossed over and a lot of stuff that, you know, puts him in a better light. 
uh, you know, kind of like that whole, like, you know, punching Steve Kerr. You know, yeah, Steve Kerr punched him back. But, you know, Jordan don't talk about the time he tried that shit with Bill Cartwright. You know, and, and Cartwright about slapped shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't know. see him going. You didn't see him going after Wennington either, there, did you? <laughs> right, exactly. You know, like he, yeah, man. Like Jordan knew who he could get away with what. He, you know, he knew he could who he could do what with. You know, he knew Scott Burrell wasn't gonna say anything back to him. <laughs> Scott Burrell, like, come on, man. He was just happy to be there, man. <laughs> uh, that was my favorite man i tried so hard he's just too nice of a guy could not get him to crack <laughs> i love right. that. yeah like that dude he was just happy to be there i would yeah. be too i'd let jordan slap the shit out of me if he wanted to to give me some rings <laughs> right and then you had uh you know the other big thing there they did talk about space jam and he they would bring all the guys in the players in he just he he was filming all damn day and then he'd come they play five hours of basketball and he'd have a call at like 6 a.m. I'm like, Jesus. Right. Oh, and then go to the gym. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. And then that was they, cool. And then obviously the stuff with his dad. That, yep. was, that was, I think they, they did very good with that. Well put. But these next two obviously are going to be the best. I mean, you get to go into the, the Reggie days now. So, oh, yeah. Be, that's going to be fun. Get to see Bird as a coach. He, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't. I want to see if they show that three when he fucking pushes off. Reggie just pushes way off of him, hits that three. Everybody's cheering except Bird. Just looks up like there's still 1.8 seconds. They can still make this <laughs> damn shot. That's a lot of time on a clock. Bird didn't give a shit. He was so like just ice in his veins, man. Didn't care. Yeah, it'll be these last two. Will be I just can't believe it's already over already. The shit. Yeah, and I'm gonna make I'm gonna make mention a little bit later of some things going on. We got him over there. Hey, you hitting the bong? <laughs> He's over there <laughs> hacking up along. At least he has it on mute. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, um, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm one of those few people that think Jordan could have made it in the majors too, man. I mean, he did have that, that, that season. He did have that hitting streak. It's just they needed to work with him on that fucking breaking ball. He couldn't do shit with it. Yeah, but then when he actually started hitting that breaking ball, you yeah. got to think. I mean, he went, you know, 15 years pretty much without even touching a bat. You know, rebuilds his body to play baseball, gets thrown into double A just so they could handle. Basically, it was just a media accommodation because right. they knew all the, the crowds that they were going to have. And, you know, like he, he actually does very well. He, you know. He hit, you know, two, what, 202. Like 220? 202. Yeah, 202. So, he, had 53, I mean, he had 53 RBIs, though, and like they said, a lot of prospects right. there didn't drive in 53 runs. Right. You know, I mean, I mean, the best thing about – the biggest info you could get on that, if you guys get a chance, there's a 30 for 30 that came out a long time ago uh, that Jordan rides the bus. Yep. And that was about his whole time in A, and that was like the most unbiased – opinion or you know unbiased documentary that you'll probably see about jordan in double a and uh you know it's kind of interesting too that 94 season uh that strike season the uh the white Sox who actually were in first place too in their division and had a chance to actually make the world series you they know, probably would have just brought jordan up to get him a fucking ring if they want <laughs> <laughs> just to say he did it Right. My thing is though, man, they gotta quit blaming uh Jerry Krause, man. 
is it, like my thing. You got to blame Reinsdorf for all this stuff. I mean, they they just had Kraus as the fall guy. Yeah, Reinsdorf still did get him. He got him up. Either way, he owned both fucking teams. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like Reinsdorf owned both fucking teams, man. He had the money. Like he didn't have. He didn't want to pay Horace Grant. <laughs> you know, he didn't want to pay Horace Grant. He didn't want to pay Pippen. You know, like basically Reinsdorf broke up that team, man. You know, he tries to make it seem like he was just this, you know, charitable dude. Oh, I, I paid Michael's salary. While he was playing for the White Sox, motherfucker, that's because you could. You, you know. <laughs> had all that Bulls money, right? You know, it wasn't like you were just doing something. All you did was transfer his contract. So let's say hypothetically, Jordan never plays baseball. Do they win eight straight? Uh, no, I don't think so. no. I just think they I, – I, I really think that he was just straight burnout, so they probably would have lost focus in one of them. Yeah. But I, I, he probably would have won seven. Seven of eight? One, I, I think one of them – one of them, the one right there where he was, is the one where he would have been like, you know, I think he was – where he just didn't, didn't care. And then he would have got his focus back because, you know, he's a competitor. He would want to win. And the, the motherfucker did, man. He's no joke. Like, yeah, when he came back and they lost in the semis – Right, I still see that. Him his, pers- his personal trainer was about in tears. He w- he right. wanted to- he had that that quiver lip. <laughs> he wanted to come back the next day and train, make me even more money. Right, like geez, get a grip, bro. Come on, man. So, uh, two more episodes. It'll be fun to discuss those next week. Um, NBA, they so they put out a list today. ESPN did. Uh, all-time NBA, they put the top 10 up, 10 greatest players in NBA history, as put on by, what, NBA? I think it was NBA. ESPN or some shit. Yeah, yeah some they're NBA insiders or NBA experts. So I wanted to get your thoughts on this. So let's run down the list. Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Bill Russell, Magic Johnson, Wilt Chamberlain, Larry the Bird, Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Shaq. Do you have any beef with where those guys are in the top 10 guys that shouldn't be there? Maybe a little higher, a little lower. Nah, no, not really. I mean, I think it's a fine, I think it's a fine list. You don't think Kobe should be higher? I think, I think Kobe could be a little bit higher, but not much. Maybe above Duncan. I don't think, I mean, I I think the word, I mean, highest he could go above Duncan and bird, but that's it. No higher than that. He ain't going higher than six. From the oh, list, from yeah, your no. your Kareem and your Russell and your Wilt, but then again, it's <laughs> Wilt played nobody's either. That's why he averaged freaking forty and twenty. <laughs> yeah, but they changed the rules for Wilt and Kareem. Mm-hmm. Had this to. is true. They had to. Yeah, absolutely right. So what? you know, I think it was I can't remember if it was Wilt or if it was Bill Russell that uh, has actually had said to Jordan once that uh, what they say? They said to Jordan, they changed the rules for me to keep me from winning. They changed the rules for you to help you win. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's very good. That's pretty damn interesting. What, yeah. um, 
And then I don't know if you guys saw, but Steph Curry was at 13 and KD was at 14. I ain't putting Steph in my top 25 or nothing. Of three-point shooters, that's about it. Right, and that's it. You can't play defense. God, no. You got to think, too, all those guys in that top 10 are all – all of them, you know, were all all NBA defensive players during their career. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. What do you think, uh, Parrot? This is more along the lines of your generation. Yeah, I mean, I like, you know, I like where MJ LeBron, I like the top five. I like the top five. I mean, I agree with Bear. I mean, Kobe could maybe go ahead of Duncan or Bird, but I mean, Duncan was a hell of a player. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't put Steph in like, like uh, Cody said, I wouldn't put him in a top 20. KD, I, I think he's right where he needs to be. Um, KD, KD's fine. K, KD, if he doesn't get hurt twice now, two major injuries, he right. could work his way into the top ten at some point. That's oh, yeah. a good point. Easily. I mean, he's a great scorer. He's a hell of a scorer. There's no doubt about it. The, two major uh, injuries, it's it's tough to put him up there. I love Kobe, but I, I just can't put him ahead of Bird just because I'm a Celtics fan. So, fuck you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> No, Kobe, man, I mean, he's in the top 10 as he should be. He was, he's a legend, man. Um, speaking of legends, how about Crandall's Quality Landscaping? If you need help with your lawn care needs or landscaping needs, give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas. And not, I'll get to my map, Bear. Yep. Ironically, Chicago. There you go. <laughs> so Crandall's Quality Landscaping Chicago. serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not Chicago. Thank you, Sean. Again, 419-704-5471. All right, so let's jump into UFC. Uh, Zazu the Great, you did your homework on this one, so what do you got for us? Yeah, so uh, came back Saturday. It was 2:49. It was a great, great card all around. Um, Greg Hardy ended up beating Jorgen De Castro um, by decision in the third round. Calvin Qatar beat Steven, Jeremy Stevens by TKO in the second round. Nagano, dude, he's just a monster. He beat Harzino Rusenstreicher, however you say that. Uh, KO TKO 20 seconds man Did, didn't didn't that wasn't that guy undefeated going into that fight and Barry you said it he's gonna knock his fucking head off <laughs> I mean I think Nagano's last two three four fights have been all knockouts in the first round you know within the first minute and a half or some crazy shit like that so uh, why isn't why isn't he up there fighting for the title he will he be loses all the fucking time a shot he loses all the fucking time <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that, that's just crazy that he's just on a straight tear right now. And then Kajudo and Henry Kajudo ended up beating Dominic Cruz, uh, knockout TKO in the second round. And then right after. Hold on a second. Stop there. Uh, yeah. Cruz, Cruz said that the ref smelled like alcohol and cigarettes and they stopped it too <laughs> early because of that. Right. Coming F-R. from a guy that took, yeah. Coming from a guy that took 11 shots straight to the face undefended. <laughs> 
CT, that is a real thing, boys and girls. <laughs> yes, he was fucked up. Yeah. That's Sorry, insane. Parrot. Go ahead. Good. Um, and then after his fight, Kajuda retired, so that will be his last fight. Um, and then the main event, uh, Justin Gaith beat Tony Ferguson in the fifth round by a TKO. So was there? So there was five rounds on that. Why was there five rounds? So the main belt. event, the main there, card, was there a belt? The champion. Yeah, that was for the interim. Interim. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is Gaith going to go, do you think he now lines up to fight Habib? I mean, yeah, because he got the belt. Unless they unless they have a rematch here. You think he can hang with him? I mean, yeah, he can. The dude can, he can throw. That's the thing that they said. They said that's the only reason why with Ferguson um, to him, to Khabib, or to Habib, is that they're both kind of wrestlers. So Ferguson can control Habib a little bit more. Um, Gage or Gaith, or however you say it, he's more of a striker who can wrestle too, which is, you know, that's big for him. So strikes are helping. So I said with, um, you know, with against Habib, it could be a little mismatch just like it was against Ferguson, just because Ferguson and Habib match up so well. They have the same mismatch um, with uh, Gage and Habib. Yeah. Yeah. they were trying to get that Ferguson Khabib fight for that's been what they've tried for what five years now. Yeah. They tried to get that fight together and it just went up in smoke. Only because, you know, Ferguson's one of those guys that, you know, just can't say no. Kind of like uh Cowboy Cerrone, man. You know, just one of those guys that won't ever turn down a fight. I mean, he had you gotta think he spent what the last probably year, maybe year and a half training for a fight with Khabib mm-hmm. and you know he takes a fight against Justin Gaethje and for five weeks you know it's like it's kind of hard to switch up game plans for five and five weeks you know compared to Gaethje's he's, his was you know all about Ferguson and he tagged Ferguson from the first round to the last man he it was a straight beat down. Yeah, and then we there's actually more fights on that are on right now. Um, they're doing another event tonight. The prelims uh, just started. The first fight just ended. Um, it's not it's obviously not as big of a card. It's not a pay per view, but I mean, first two fights are over. Still fighting, you know. Still good to see. That's on ESPN Plus. So I mean, anyone that has ESPN Plus can just hop over and watch that for free. They've had two knockouts to start both fights so far. Pretty good. They canceled the Marvin Vittori fight too because he was one that tested positive, right? For Corona? Jacare Souza. Yeah, Jacare Souza. Saturday. And they have another fight on Saturday as well again. Yep. Harris, which this one is actually on ESPN Plus, which is Actually, kind of nice. Yeah, I'm not paying for ESPN Plus for this shit. Yeah, I still still have it for like three or four. Actually, I have it with. uh, It came with Disney Plus and um, I think Hulu, part of that $12.99 package. So that's the only reason I have it. Well, I mean, we're we're gonna see uh, what happens. You got a lot of fights going on. A lot of sports are starting to come back. Ohio opened up. Uh, Did you guys see the? 
fucking people at Franklin Park Mall lining up for finish line to get their shoes. <laughs> um, not one of them. Not one of them wearing a mask. Not one. I think there was one lady in line wearing a mask on the when they actually lined up, but when they first were like crowded by the door, there was nothing. It was. Yeah, I mean, just just ridiculous. Just gotta get, gotta get the shoes. to go. Yeah, I guess. I don't what do you what even released yesterday? What shoe released? Why were they all there? Nothing. Well, the they released a Jordan one. Um, it was I, I hear about a bigger one. I think it was I think like a blue, I can't remember the colorway, but it was a Jordan one re release. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, no, I just yeah, I whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I think that we've uh, gotten to the point of the COVID now where people can choose wherever the fuck they want. So they're going to do what they want anyways, unless they make it mandatory. Right, right. Making that shit mandatory. They want to sell as many 120 shoes as they can. I don't give a fuck. That's right. And um, by the way, had a, as we pivot here, had a good conversation today with Verizon. Uh, Tim is no longer with Verizon. He has moved on. But now we've got Brittany to thank. So thank you, Brittany. Verizon is a true technology business partner that helps local businesses deploy technologies that can positively impact operations and increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, they do not wait for the future. They build it. Get in touch with a sales rep in your area, verizon.com. Now, they help us with our business needs, but can help you with your personal needs as well. Uh, just, just check them out. Go to the store, get you them new phones. I know they're opened up now here in Ohio. So uh, just do what you need to do, verizon.com. All right, so since our last show, the NFL has released their schedule. Uh, the Patriots, <laughs> ironically, you think it's a setup? They have the hardest schedule. And uh, the Ravens, which doesn't make sense to me, technically have the easiest. Based off of yeah, based off of last year, right? I mean, they all they had three people in their division that were all under five hundred. So good point. We, we played six times every year. You got it pretty easy. What um, what uh, is there any things in there that you saw that were? You're looking forward to some Monday night games. I know the the Bucks have what, like five or seven primetime games. Yeah, I think five. Um, they also said, funny enough, and it, they said it was a coincidence, but um, they said that the Patriots and Bucks don't overlap until Week 15. So they said the Patriots fans can watch Buccaneers games um, opposite of the Patriots. They never play at the same time until Week 15. Interesting. I saw, the, I saw the Seahawks are going to travel the furthest, a uh, little over 29,000 miles. That's what um, they get for being up there where they're at. Right. The the uh, Raiders, they'll host four primetime games and have six kickoffs at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Yep. Uh, the Buccaneers, Saints, Bills, Bears each play Monday night football twice in four weeks. Not bad. And there are no divisional games scheduled in week three or week four. Interesting. I I thought that was pretty interesting, too. Uh, Zazu had some good research here. Uh, What are your thoughts on the proposed waivers for players to sign to play this year? What do you got on that, uh, Zazu? What does that all mean? I mean, so essentially they're going around, I mean, for, you know, the players to, you know, if they want to play, essentially they're going to sign some sort of, 
contractor paper saying that, you know, they're accepting the risks and all that. Um, and it sounds like, you know, a good portion of everybody is okay with it. I mean, more, a lot of people are going with it and signing it. Um, but I mean, I, I see what they're doing, but I, they're also giving the players the option. I mean, I feel like there's not going to be a lot of players that don't do it. I mean, unless they have some sort of pre-existing, you know, health concerns or something like that. But I mean, it's just a safety precaution. And I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. Maybe they'll just wear like uh, some face shields over, you know, not just their eyes, but down by the, uh, the face mask as well. And just put some, put some fucking plexiglass over those holes. Call it a day. <laughs> there you go. Right. Um, the, the thing I got the biggest kick out of the other day was uh, the NFL or Roger Goodell put out into a charity uh, that somebody could watch a Monday night football game from his man cave in his basement. And guess who fucking won? Bear, who won that for 250 grand? Dave Portnoy. Yep. I, he said right when that thing happened, he was going to win that. I thought that was fucking great. <laughs> he did not, did not matter. Care. And uh, can you just tell us, give us a little backstory behind that and why it's such a big deal with Portnoy and who he is for those that don't know? I mean, he's the owner of Barstool Sports, if you don't know, which you should. Um, but he, he absolutely is a huge Patriots fan, but hates Goodell because of the whole Brady deflate gate thing. That's when it all started. One that made the uh, Brady clown shirt uh, with a whole bunch of Patriots fans wore it when he showed up to one of their games a couple of years ago. It's, it's that teal, uh, tealish blue shirt. The Goodell, the Goodell clown shirt, right? Yeah, cannot miss that. Um, so, yeah, they, he hates him. I think Goodell, I don't think he's admitted to it, but he's kicked him out of the Super Bowl. I know he's been kicked out of and a couple other sporting events um, with the NFL. So it'll be very interesting to see what kind of excuse Goodell comes up with to not be there. It's going to happen. Yeah, um, in his fucking be, house. <laughs> right? it, there will be something that – yeah, I don't think so. Something ain't going to happen. It'll be a COVID-related thing, or he'll be busy, or something like that. There's no way. I, it, would, it would make for amazing TV, because I think it's supposed to be on ESPN. Oh, it'd be great. Night game. I think it's a simulcast. Right. So, so you, you, they do it with the Bucs, you think? Watch a Bucs game? I, they should. I mean, if they were smart, if Goodell was smart, they would do it. That would be the ratings would be astronomical, astronomical, and totally too, which kind of pushes off for Monday Night Football is no more Tessitore and Booger. Thank God. That was in my notes too. Thank Ooh. fucking God. Monday Night Football will be tolerable to listen to again because um, Witten won't be there. He's playing with the Raiders, uh, so he won't be there. <laughs> Tessitore and no Booger, who may be the worst color commentator i think ever on monday night football i mean even worse than um who is that dennis green no um not dennis oh, green. dennis miller dennis miller thank you <laughs> yeah it's bad so um something else i wanted to do here so get your chat boxes ready uh bear i know you got the points i know we're going to get to trivia soon but i'm going to offer up uh i'm going to just give 20 points i'm going to stay out of this one but 20 points to the person that is left standing when we go through all of this. And if it's multiple people, we'll split the points. 
So here's my question for you guys. Chat box, get your chat box open so I can read them as we go. And uh, Bear, when you get the points, just let me know. I got to try to All find right. it. Our, oh, um, it our, points, our points right now are Mark, Gary, Gray at a 388, Cody Bryant 332, myself 328, Parrot 184, which has been stuck on that number for a couple of weeks. Um, Dub at 29 and Wes Anderson was up. I almost feel like I want to give Zazu like automatic, get him to 300 points if he wins this just to catch up. But like you said, shaking 20, your head. He gets tripped for wrestling. Yeah, you're good point. All right, here's my question. And uh, we're just going to... We're just going to start how you are on my screen, which is uh, Parrot, you're at the top, and then go to Bear, go to Cody. So there are 14 teams that have won 20 playoff games in their history. We want to name the 14 teams in a round robin. You miss it, you're out. Okay. Am I typing it right? J just say it. If you just want to say it, just say it. I was just going to type. I was just. I'll type. I'll tell you what. I'll type it. Just Fuck! I knocked my mic over. <laughs> Knock my mic over. I will yeah, type I remember, it. Remember my first mic. I'll, I'll type it just so that you guys have uh, have a place to look on what the teams were. So, Zazu, what do you got? Give me the Pats. That is, They are number one, actually, with 37 wins. Bear. Cowboys. They are number four with 35 wins. Yeah, and they haven't won a goddamn playoff game. <laughs> Five years and they haven't won multiple in 20 years and they're still number four two behind new england right what do we got cody uh the steelers they are second with 36 back to you zazu give me Ugh. green bay they are third they're tied for third with dallas at 35 so Dallas is actually third. All right, back to Bear. The San Francisco 69ers. They are fifth with 32 on to Cody. Uh, go with the Colts. The Colts are 7, 8, 9, 10, 11th, but they are there. On to Zazu again. Um, give it Broncos. They are. That's a great guess, and they are there at eight with twenty-three. Actually, they're all tied with. They're tied with the Colts. Back to Bear. Um, let's see. I'll go with. Trying to think here. I'm trying to find one that would be lower down the list. Hmm. Let's go with the Chiefs. And we have our first man that is out. Ooh, Barry, really? you're out. Ooh. They're not in the top 14, huh? They just won yep. five effing playoff games this year. <laughs> They're still not there. <laughs> They got to get to the, there's 14 teams have 20 wins. Cody Bryant, on to you. Um, I'll say the Giants. You are correct. It's seven. They're seventh with 24 wins. I'm sorry. I should have said seven. I'm in clear. 
Zazu, back to you, sir. Um, let's go with Philly. The Eagles are there. At, they're tied for eighth with the Broncos. Damn. On to Cody. Um, nine down, five to go. The Dolphins. The Dolphins coming in 14th with 20. <laughs> oh, man. Four more. Uh, give me a sec now. Um, let's go. I'm going to regret this, but go. Uh, I'll go to the Saints. I don't know. You are incorrect, sir. If Cody can get this right, he will get all 20 points. If not, we go back. Let me, let me look at the list. And we have what? How many we got on there? 11? Uh, there ten. are 10 right ten. there. Four more to go. Cody for the win. Here we go. Oh, boy. I got to think of the last. Oh, shit. Let's see. I'm trying to think who were fairly successful team. All the ones we named. Oh my gosh! So 20 playoff win. This is ever. Yes. The Bears. That was going to be my next guess. You are incorrect, sir. So I'm going to invite. Ah! I'm going to invite Bear back to the game. <laughs> and uh, really, the Bears don't have twenty. No, we're going to invite Bear back to the game. Uh, Bear, I'll give you the first crack. You got four to go. Hmm. Um. I haven't been paying attention since uh, I was eliminated. Sorry. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Okay, we got. So we had Saints as a guess, right? Yeah. No. The Bears were a no. What was the other guess that was a no? The Chiefs, I said, as a no. All right. So we've got 11 there that are correct. Or no, 10 that are correct and three that are wrong. So back to Bear. He's, he's back in the game. Let's see if he can get it. I guess I'll say the Raiders. The Raiders at six, 25 wins. They've been around too long, so. Bears back. All right. On to you, Zazu. You bear back? <laughs> yeah, bear back, baby. Um, give me <laughs> – give me the Lions. <laughs> no think, way, but. No. <laughs> All right, you're out. On to Cody Bryant. Cody, to keep it going, or Bears getting 20? The Vikings. Are correct. Really? Tied for 12th with 21. Ooh, I wouldn't have guessed that one. I was saying, once once you said the Bears are I was like, no way the Vikings. But they did lose in like four Super Bowls. So. Two to go. Back to Bear. Man. That's another one you want to kind of – this isn't my guess. I'm talking out loud, but, God, the Bills, man. Four Super Bowls, four playoff games. Could be. To get there, I'm just thinking. 
thinking out loud because that would be a good guess. I don't think the Jets have won that much. Trying to keep them out. Um, man. Bills suck for so long though. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that would be it. That was. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm. Well, hopefully Cody's thinking of a couple guesses. Damn, that's tough. Our teams together, <laughs> a thousand times they all count. Um, I, I guess just because I'm gonna slap myself if I don't guess them, I'm gonna say uh, Cody's Rams are correct. One team left, Cody. You got to get them to split the points or give all 20 to Bear. Uh, let's see. I'll still, I mean, if he gets it wrong, I'll take a stab at it if I miss this one. I'm going to say – oh, shit. See, I don't know if that counts, though. I'm going to say the Browns. No. Give me a stab at the last one, Bear. Give yourself 20 points while you're at it. Mm. I want to try it. I just have a feeling it's between the fucking Bills and the Jets. I don't know why. Well, both are are wrong. So, Zazu, go ahead. (laughs) Ah, Batlanta. No. No. It's probably... See, I was gonna say like the Titans slash Oilers. The no and the Ravens, no. The Seahawks? No. Nope. The Chadges. Nope. There's anybody left, is it? There's gotta be one. (laughs) There's one, and they have 23, uh, 20, they have 23 playoff wins. The Redskins. That is correct. Ugh. Oh, wow. They've been shitty for so long. So the entire NFC East has more than 20 playoff wins, huh? They have more than 23. Interesting. <laughs> Pretty in- yeah. interesting to put out there. What else is interesting is uh, if you have some banking needs, you should get in touch with Cassandra at PNC. Visit her at the White House branch or give her a call. 419-877-0634. She can help with all your banking needs. Whether it be loans, credit cards, or personal banking, she is there to help. All right, so we had some fun discussions with uh, Brandon from the Grown Ups, the host of the Grown Ups, and he brought up some fun questions, and, and Zazu put them in here for me. So we'll just go around. We'll try to make this one quick so we can get ready for trivia. So a couple of questions. Pick any sport. We don't care. You can tell us what your sport is. And who is the next Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, anybody like that, or potential, has the potential to be that, the next great in one of the four major sports? I mean, in baseball, I'd say Mike Trout, if he ever got put on a decent team. (laughs) I'd say they'd actually have to put a team around him. They They still win 70 games with that dude. Right. I mean, if I went NFL, I think Mahomes is going to be the next face of the league. I think he already is. Yeah, I would agree. 
McDavid in hockey, probably. Yeah, he could definitely do it. What about basketball? You already got it in LeBron. Well, I'm saying, like, in next. Not Zion. Zion. I don't yeah. know. I don't stay know healthy. how. Well, it depends on how image conscious that Zion is. Like, people forget, like, Jordan was notorious for, like, his image. Like, he was image conscious. You know, like, he didn't – there were a lot of things he didn't do or say, you know. And, I mean, for better or worse. Or accept things in college. Yeah. Like so, <laughs> which, I mean, eh. I, that's what they say. I don't know. I I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, who cares? He's in the pros now. Who gives? Right. A shit? They're all. Everyone's gonna get paid, and the NCAA is still just doing, just still trying to fuck with people. Dude, what's gonna happen is the NCAA is gonna end up getting disbanded because all the money making schools are gonna end up being like their own conference or something. Probably. Right. Either that or either that or like the elite guys are gonna just say, you know, screw it and skip college. Yeah. Go to there like you said, I mean that's the thing is that you get these um you know, if you like and obviously the XFL is dumb, but you get something like the XFL or you get these other smaller leagues and they let people, you know, go there right. after school to get paid. Kids are gonna go there and you know, find some, go to the next, go to the big leagues after that. Yeah. yeah. I think if they figure out a way, if the NFL figures out a way to do something like the G League just for football, though, the NCAA is done. Because right now, that's the only thing left for mediocre, middle aged adults to live out their, you know, high school junior high playing days and they play it out through college sports and you look at i mean look at how bad the college basketball game is compared to you know what it was before guys started you know jumping straight from high school or even a one and done i mean like since then like college basketball is is trash overall from top to bottom like it's it's trash you get like those one or two guys every year or, you know, or even every uh, couple years, and then they get into the league. And, you know, a lot of times they don't even really pan out. You know, a lot of the, if, if they don't have, you know, like the guys that they hype up, you know, that they kind of make faces of college basketball. You know, I mean, you think guys like Steph Curry, James Harden, you know, they weren't faces of college basketball. They were almost afterthoughts. You know, hell, James Harden never even made it to the NCAA tournament. You know, Steph makes it, you know, and they kind of get behind him a little bit, but he actually had a chance to develop. I mean, for every Steph Curry, you got to think of all the, uh, you know, the Hakeem Warwicks or the, uh, was it, the, the Scotty Flynn's? Um, I don't know. Who else am I thinking of right now? Just, uh, Name all Syracuse people? Uh, hold on. I'm trying to think of somebody else. <laughs> Jerry McNamara. Jerry McNamara. Yeah, Jerry McNamara, man. Um, Syracuse. <laughs> fucking, you know. Carmelo Anthony. Oh, wait. Wrong. Wrong way on that. <laughs> yeah. Or even like Corey Maggette, you know. 
Like, he didn't pan out to be – he had a long career, but he wasn't what, you know, he was supposed to be in the league or even in Elton Brand or fucking uh, Tyler Hansborough. Is he still in the league? I don't think so. Well, maybe he is. I, I don't know. on quite a bit, so I can't keep track. Right. You know, or, or Grayson Allen. You know, I mean, look at that guy. I think he's still in the league, but, you know, I mean, it's just with all the hype that he had, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of those guys don't necessarily, you know, live up to the hype. But I think if they figure out a way to do that shit with, you know, college football, then what happens? Dude, like the NCAA dies. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right there. Hit the nail on the head. Um and I would agree with Mahomes on that one. I think he's got an opportunity to be the GOAT. He's got some time. He, uh, I think he can do it. Uh, the, the next question we had, this was pretty good since we've been watching The Last Dance. Uh, what is your all-time starting five basketball team? I mean, I guess I'll start. Um I'd go oof, all time. I'd have I'd have LeBron and MJ. I'd have mine are going to be a lot newer players. Kobe. I'd put Magic and um. Let's go Kareem. That'd be that's where I'd go with my five. Pretty solid. Who's running the point? Magic. Good call. I would also have Magic run a point. Give me MJ LeBron as well. And just because I'm a homer, just give me Larry Bird to just be a piece of that puzzle. I think he'd be solid for the team. <laughs> just to have me a bird and then put uh put Wilt. Give me Wilt. Since you didn't mention him, I'll take Wilt. Uh, one, I mean, it's, I'd be a homer thing. I'd take Iverson at my one all day, every day and twice on Sunday over magic. Uh, two would definitely be Jordan. I'd, I'd probably play, that'd be tough. Cause I kind of like LeBron at the four, but I'd probably play LeBron at the three. Um, my four would probably be Duncan. I do like Duncan. And, I'd almost pair him up with Robinson. That would be that would be sneaky, but I'd throw Shaq in there. I just love Shaq down in the paint. Though um, you just watch. I was watching. I can't remember what it was, but I'd watch him, and it was like maybe I think it was early two thousands, like maybe a little bit mid two thousands. And down in the paint, like you could just tell, like it just looked like sometimes he'd get tired because he would just roast dudes for like three plays, and then one play he'd go down and someone have him on the block just have the slowest spin move and Shaq would just stand there. I'm like, what is he doing? So I think he took a couple of plays off when you go back and watch, but yeah, I, uh, I think that'd be a pretty solid lineup. Oh man. Um, I think, man, let me see at point. I probably have. Shit. You know, I think I have uh, – I'll take Isaiah at the point. 
Jordan at the two. LeBron at the three. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, you get four and five. I think Duncan at four. And I say Kareem at the five. There we go. I like it. Uh, and then the last question we had on here. Best sports memory that you saw in person and why? Um, mine's kind of a 50-50 between, you know, 03 LeBron's first year in the league when I got to see him play uh, the Lakers in Cleveland when Shaq, you know, all them were there. That was one of my fondest memories. And then uh, the Big Ten Championship, Ohio State, Wisconsin, um, when they dismantled them like 56 to nothing when they had Melvin Gordon and he was the best running back in college football, and Ohio State shut him down. Um, getting to go to that—that that was; those are probably two of my favorite sports memories. I've, you know, I've gotten to go see in person. Okay, um, I'll say mine real quick. The one I remember the most is—it's uh, it, kind of off the wall. It might kind of throw you for a surprise, but it was in '99. I was 12 at the time. And uh, we're up at MIS in the infield, and it was an IROC race. If you remember the International Race of Champions, you had guys come from different, you know, uh, like from Formula One and NASCAR and, and all those things. And it was, uh, we, we did a pool where you pull a driver and you had that driver for the race. Well, I had junior, and my dad ironically had senior, Earnhardt. And uh, it was a fun race to watch. They finished one, two, battled each other in that IROC race. Soon, uh, senior ended up beating junior. So my dad also beat me. So that is my uh, most fond memory uh, for sports for me. And that's my best sports memory that I saw in person. Mm, that's tough. I've seen a lot of good shit in person. <laughs> um. I mean, a personal favorite for me was 2012. And, uh, my dad and I went down to the jungle and watched the Cowboys beat the Bengals um, when the Bengals were decent. Romo, last second drive. Dez to Witten, sitting six rows up on the 50-yard line, so I got to see that one. Pretty much some of the only Cowboys fans in that section. Um, got to meet Craig Sager. That was fun. Cavs and, uh, Cavs and Pistons playoff game. I think the last time the Pistons made the playoff, maybe 25, 20, 16 or 17. I can't remember. I think it was 16. I think it was a championship. So I'm pretty sure it was. So I got to meet him. That was really cool. Probably my two top ones, but I've seen, I mean, there's probably more. I've just seen, there's been a lot of shit. Uh, I think mine. The 1976 NBA Finals when Dr. J. Oh, oh, he's not. He's not that old. My bad. My bad. <laughs> um, my best sports memory, I would say, uh, would be to go. I went to my very first Rams game, and um, my aunt actually married into 
um, Orlando Pace's uh, family. So we were able to, she married his uncle. So we went to, we took a weekend and went to St. Louis. It was the Rams and the Panthers. And we got to go to St. Louis for the weekend, you know, got to stay with, you know, got to stay at Orlando's house. Um, went to the game that Sunday. And then after the game to be able to go down into the locker room afterwards and, uh, you know, to have pictures with, you know, Tory Holt, um, trying to think who else was there around that time. Um, got an autograph from Marshall Falk. You know, it was just, even though my aunt to this day does not like Marshall Falk, uh, she met him for the first time at the Pro Bowl and he tried to charge her for an autograph. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she does not like Marshall Falk. But, uh, <laughs> You know, That's I was nice. able to get, yeah, I was able to get an autograph and a picture with them, you know, and, but yeah, that was probably my, uh, my best sports memory, man. That's good times. Yeah. yeah, that's that's good shit. I remember you told me that that uh, you you know Orlando Pace was a, a cousin, <laughs> and uh, yeah, when we talked about that, I'm like that is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, something else that is awesome if you're having your dating needs, Zazu needs. I hear Zazu needs some help. Zazu uh, needs to get this girl out of his house. And, oh, and he, I hear yeah, it. coming coming from the one that's using her fucking name on the Zoom, motherfucker. <laughs> Because she fucking takes over my laptop and doesn't sign out of her shit. Now, wait a minute. Is it, so when you kick her out, is that gonna? Is she taking the laptop or are you keeping that? <laughs> She's not taking shit of mine. All right. Just wanted to make sure. So, But if uh, you're in need, like Zazu is in need, for your dating needs, you can get in touch with Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. I feel like Zazu's in need once every other week, it seems like, and then they'll be just fine here next week. No, yeah, this um, during this October, yeah, mute your damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make a fucking sponsor here. <laughs> during, during this wonderful quarantine session, there's no reason why you shouldn't be sprucing your game up because if you're single, I guarantee your game is trash right now since you haven't been able to get out. Your Tinder pickup lines aren't doing the trick. So reach out to Connell Bear at datingtransformation.com. Maybe uh, you guys can chat over FaceTime or Zoom like we're using Hangouts or any other media platform that allows you to chat or old school just, you know, over the phone. So reach out to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com, number three dating coach on Google. Love it. And then uh, just another platform that people can check into is Blue Jeans. Uh, Verizon recently acquired Blue Jeans. So you could also check that out if you are interested. I have a pair of Blue Jeans. Actually, probably two or three. Me too. Am I supposed to talk into them? Is that how I get to talk to other people? Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. All right, so we are back uh, for the trivia portion of the today's episode. Barry, just uh, quickly, I know you said it earlier, but you gave yourself 20. What are the updated scores now? All right, hold on one second here. Let me uh, minimize so I can bring this up. That didn't work. Why is this full screen? 
It just wants to be, man. Yeah, I know. That's the problem, though, is I can't get it off my screen once you shared yours. Your shared screen is literally taking up my entire screen. <laughs> like, there's nothing I can do. Exit full screen and view options, Bear. Now we're we're uh, here to give you Ooh. IT advice live on the God show. Damn. Hey, I am not computer savvy. All right, I got it. Thanks, Parrot. You're welcome. All right. By the way. So the updated standings, we got uh, Gary Mark Gray at 388, Cody Bryant 332, uh, self with my magical 20 points at 348, Parrot 184, Dub at 29, West at 7. All right, and uh, I've got the chat pulled up. If you guys have your own chat pulled up so we can get into the question. Or we can just say it instead of chat. Who cares? So first up, we all know Jack Nicholas leads the PGA Tour with 18 major wins. But who leads the PGA Tour with the most second-place finishes with 19 worth three points? Second-place finishes ever and majors – What second place is he talking about? Well, make sure that's a great question. I think it's going to end up being in majors. Yes. Uh, I would assume majors. that's what I figured, but um, someone's got 19. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, Arnold, I'm, we got an Arnold Palmer. Yeah, I'm going to say Phil <laughs> Mickelson. Phil. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Phil Nicholson. So we got Phil twice, uh, Arnold Palmer. I thought Arnold Palmer too, uh, but just for spite, I'm going to go with Jack Nicholas just because it seemed like he's trying to trick us again. That's not a bad guess. So we'll see what we get here from Jeremy. Be like Lee Jack Westwood. Nicholas. I will take it. Nice. Good guess. Oh, look at that. The GOAT, as he puts. All right, there are only three running backs in NFL history who have caught over 80 passes three seasons in a row or more. Name them, two points for each. Hint, two of them actually accomplished this last season. Pretty good. Three running backs in NFL history have caught 80 passes three seasons or more. So are we going to use the chat box for this one, or are we just going to say? Think about this one. Uh, I don't know. I try to find the chat box. Three seasons in a row. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's uh that's a great question. We type in or just saying. I'm typing mine because I gotta think. Yeah. I was I gotta think who even caught that many passes. Well, here, how about this? We're gonna pause the show. We will be back momentarily. All right. After much uh, negotiation and uh, uh, trying to figure this out, uh, so Paris Zazu had McCaffrey, Barkley, and Larry Holmes, <laughs> but he changed Larry Holmes to Hornswoggle, Marshall Falk, McCaffrey, and Kamara for uh, Ryan, for Bear, and for Cody, and then McCaffrey, Kamara, and Emmett Smith for me. So we will see what Jeremy says to us about this one. 
And this is two points for each. McCaffrey, Kamara, Marshall Falk. Nice job, you guys. All right. Good job. It's funny. He just, I mean, we just talked about Marshall Falk. I don't know if I would have done know, that. Right? Just didn't tell a story here. Right. <laughs> so I, I like that. So four for me, six for you two, and none for the parrot. No, two for the parrot. Sorry, parrot. Two for you. Yeah, I finally got some points. All right. And finally, <laughs> go around guessing the answer. Least amount of points to highest. First person to get it right gets five points. So first person up can get easy points. Which NBA team is allowed the most points per game this season at a whopping 119.7? Parrot, you're up. So, should I ask him who goes first? He said least up. He said least. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good call. So, Parrot, you're up. I don't know. Give me the Warriors. That's a, That was my guess. Not a bad guess. Just because they're, yeah. they're trash. In, incorrect. <laughs> Cody? Cody Bryant. Phoenix Suns. I thought they were playing some good ball this year. They were. I at the very beginning of the season they were. Incorrect. Uh, Give me the Pelicans. It's got to be someone in the West. Uh, Pelicans. Oh hell! If it's I don't know. I gotta think now. If it's not hell, if it ain't even Golden State. Uh, uh God. Just for fun, uh, give me the Cavs. <laughs> I could. I'd say it could be. Hell, if it's not. Zazu? Um, give me the – give me the Mavs. No, I definitely – I, I have no idea. Incorrect. Cody? Sacramento Kings. They're having a good year too, man. Incorrect. Bear. Give, give me the Lakers. <laughs> Damn. Incorrect. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Portland. The whole NBA. I say we're going to end up going through the whole league. Incorrect. Zazu. Um. Fuck. Give me the Pistons. That's a good one. Incorrect. On to Cody Bryant. Uh, the Knicks. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I don't even know what the fucking points total here was. Five. Incorrect. Dang. The Nets. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Nice. Damn. Well, hell, I, I don't know. Who would it? I think we've gotten through what all the worst teams in the league, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just, for, is... just for Jeremy, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> if that's right, how <laughs> <I> dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Zazu. Um, go with give me Orlando. It's a pretty good guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't really think of them. 
Jesus. I don't know. Minnesota. We'll go with the Timberwolves. We are not doing well. Oh, uh, well. Mm. <laughs> yes, he should. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will not be eliminated for my guess, Jeremy. Uh, no, no. I mean, we're almost through all the teams. No hints now. Um, I'm going to give me the Bucks. I'm, I'm going to get wild here. I'm going to start guessing good teams. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I think we probably went about this completely I'm, backwards. I'm looking at my uh, surprise. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm looking at my surprise team because I know they ended up trash. Give me the Hawks. They suck. Number one in scoring. Yeah. The Bucks. Yeah. Ah. Uh, there we go. The thank Hawks. You. Thank you to my shit team that I had as a sleeper that's f- last or second <laughs> to last in the East. Great sleeper. Because they got what? Trey Burke down there? Yep. That's it. Yeah. Trey Young. Wiz- Wizards are point one behind. Jeez. Man. I'm either. I didn't even think of the Wizards because I figured they were giving up like 125. Uh, Jeremy, I already hate reading this first sentence, but no, no, I love it. He said, I lost all respect. Okay. So the, from Jeremy, the Bulls saga is still fun to watch, but I have lost all respect for Pippen. I did not remember what he pulled by refusing to go in the game like that. Uh, then when I found out he apologized to the players, I thought, okay, he learned. But then even today he said he would not have done anything differently, man, all respect I've had for him over the years out the window. I cannot believe he would pull something like that. Have a good one and see you for wrestling. I can. He's not Jordan. <laughs> I mean, he found that out, like Cody said earlier. Right. That's all it is, man. He's, he's just not Mike. I mean, he had a 50-50 chance of that ball going in or not. I mean, this, you know, I mean, what if Coach misses that shot? And then Pippen comes back in, you know, that game goes to overtime, and let's say Pippen dominates overtime, and they win the game. You know, then he's vindicated. Mm-hmm. Right, right. The uh, it was pretty good, you know, and uh, that's a good point from Jeremy. And of course, we appreciate everything Jeremy does for us. Uh, so thank you, Jeremy. Um, we have a few things left, not much. We'll see him for wrestling. I'm trying to minimize my screen here so I can see the rest of our agenda. Uh, so thanks, Jeremy, again. Some screenshot information. So Meta World Peace slash Panda Friend is now going to go by from here on out. Meta Sandiford, our test. Okay. <laughs> Tony Hawk. Sandiford come in. At? I don't know. I think it was his, it's his wife's name. Is it real? Okay. He took his okay. wife's last name and put it in there, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 1 and 2, coming September 4th, 2020. Parrot, can you give us some background on that? Um, yeah, I mean, those were, I mean, growing up, I mean, what PlayStation two, I think it came out on those were, you know, those were great games. Um, they're remastering them. So obviously the graphics are going to be a lot better. Um, they're just gonna just go through and just kind of redo the game. I'm excited for that. Personally, I will most likely buy it. Um, they were always fun to play, um, fun things to do. I mean, 
you know, I just, personally, those are one of the, my favorite types of games. So, uh, the the next thing, if it's not gold now, it don't matter. Damn right. <laughs> Let's see that. Uh, so the XFL responded to Oliver Lux filing and suing of Vince McMahon. And uh, they said the three reasons for his dismissal, Lux dismissal, one, gross neglect of his job during the early days of COVID-19 pandemic. Two, personal use of a league-issued cell phone. That's ridiculous. Everybody does that. <laughs> three, signing receiver Antonio Callaway despite McMahon's orders to avoid players with previous legal troubles. And uh, McMahon claims Luck left the XFL headquarters in Connecticut for his Indiana home March 13th and disengaged from the XFL operations. Put simply, at the very moment when his leadership as CEO was needed most, Luck did not devote substantially all of his business time to the XFL as required by his contract. Hmm. Interesting. Peter, man. Uh, Talio Tagovailoa entered the transfer portal, uh, leaving Alabama. His brother Tua got a four-year, $30.2 million deal with a five-year, fifth-year option. Should be interesting. Trey Lance, uh, so this is Mel Kuyper. Trey Lance, a freshman quarterback at North Dakota State. His stats last year, 2,786 passing yards, 1,100 rushing yards, 42 total touchdowns, no interceptions. Says you will see him in April. Yeah, and they'll beat Oregon too. I hope so. If 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 there's a season, Oregon will start 0-2 because they'll lose North Dakota State and Ohio State. Hell yeah. Uh, and then new documentaries are being released early by ESPN. Lance, about Lance Armstrong, May 24th and May 31st. Be Water, about Bruce Lee on June 7th. And Long Gone Summer, about the 98 home run chase on June 14th. Looking forward to all of those. They all sound like great documentaries. I don't think they're going to touch Jordan and what we've uh, seen with the Bulls, but still very fun. I'm interested on the Lance Armstrong, and uh, actually all three I'm very interested in. They should be fun, and we'll discuss them on the show. Yeah. All right, so on this day in sports, uh, this episode actually went quicker than I thought, wrapping up at about an hour and a half. So how about give me the year, you fellers. James J. Jeffries retires as boxing champion. 69, I don't know. 41. James J. Jeffries. Huh? Sounds like he's fucking got leather, like fingerless gloves and a mustache. Freaking, I don't know. I'm probably like 29. 1905. Oh. All right. Mickey Mantle hits three consecutive home runs of at least 463 feet. 32. No. 54. <laughs> um, 56. Right in between you guys, 55. <laughs> Stan, Stan Musial is the eighth person to get 3,000 hits. 68. 81. Uh, 70. 58. R Reggie Jackson is the first major leaguer to strike out 2,000 times. 76. Uh, 80. 67. 83. 
Kirby Puckett becomes the 35th person to hit for, yeah, for 35th to hit four doubles in a game. 86. 88. 90. Again, in between Cody and Bear, 89. OJ Simpson appears on British television discussing his not guilty verdict. <laughs> 95. Oh, man. Uh, let's, go, let's say 96. Zazu? I said 95 too, but I guess I'm going to change my answer to 97. 96. All right. Eddie Murray is the sixth baseball player to play in 3,000 games. 78. 82. Is it Eddie Murray? Yes. 97. That is exactly correct. All right, PGA Players Championship, TPC Sawgrass. Phil Mickelson wins by two strokes ahead of runner-up Sergio Garcia of Spain. Event played in May for the first time. 2003. 2002. Uh, oh, four. 2007. All right. Uh, happy birthday, 106 birthday to Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis. Here's a big one. Happy 59th birthday to the man, the myth, the legend, Dennis Rodman. Firm. Worm. I love it. North Korea ambassador. That's right. Uh, hap- Not anymore hap- since Kim Jong is dead and alive. I was hoping he just would have ran the country, but oh well. Happy birthday. 42nd birthday to Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby, the dude that went like, isn't he like oddly jacked now? Like, yeah, man. Mike Bibby looked like he did like five, five years in the pen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he got, he got absolutely jacked. Yeah. Good for Mike. All right. So that's good for on this day. So thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to all our clothing. Brandon, thank you to Sean at Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Brittany at Verizon. Cassandra at PNC, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. He's making a left turn. Is he? I thought it was going right into the wall. Mm.